welcome to You've Never Seen Back to the Future. Here is another film that you have never seen before. This one is different. You requested this one. Did I? Yeah. What you have said is, what I know about this film would fit on the back of a postage stamp. People have no sense of gravity. They can do this bendy, jumpy thing. I think they live inside a computer. There is a blue pill and a red pill. I'm guessing it's like the whole mushroom in Alice in Wonderland. One side makes you bigger, the other side makes you smaller. But more, one pill makes you computery and the other makes you real lifey. A bit like that one where the man eats his kids or shrinks them or something. I don't do well with confusing films. And to be honest, this film's like it's going to fuck with my head. Oh, God. Okay. So that's your description of The Matrix. Yes, that is it. And I, I knew it was The Matrix from my own description. So to be honest... But that's good, because you sent me this. So if you didn't get yeah. that, that's that's an immediate worry. Yeah. Um, I did request a... it, and I am really, really excited about watching this film, which is a bit weird, because I have tried to watch this film on many occasions. I think I've expressed this to you, right? Yeah, so tell me about... You've tried a few times to watch this. I think about seven. <laughs> okay. Over, so, like... Over like since it came out, or since like... it came out, yeah, like oh, since it came out on probably about seven occasions, I've sat down with the intention of watching The Matrix, right? And which is rare for you anyway, because you're not one who says I'm going to sit down and watch a film. Exactly, and this is why it's so. This is quite a weird circumstance, but there are a lot of people in my life who love this film. Okay, and have told me, "Oh my god, it's amazing! You have to watch it! You have to watch it!" So I have owned, over the course of my life, at least three copies of this film because I've bought it on DVD on three separate occasions. I've tried to watch it and honestly got a few minutes in. And I'm not saying it's because the film was massively confusing. There was at one point I was like, I cannot follow this. But it's like I'm not in the right headspace for it. So maybe I sat down to watch it and it felt really complicated. And I was like, no, I'm too tired. I can't do it. And another time I sat down to watch it and I think someone called me who I hadn't spoken to for ages and I ended up having a really long chat and then I was like, it's too late, I can't watch it now. And then I sat down to watch it again and this just kept happening. So I don't really remember the bits that I've seen. All I remember is there being like, and I don't even know if this is the right film, but I remember there being like some confusion and some sort of like anti-gravity situation and then somebody waking up covered in slime that is it somebody if 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 this is from the ghostbusters no no like a person wakes up like in covered in like some goo if that happens in the matrix that's where i've got up to and gone no thank you and turn it off I've seen a few films where someone wakes up covered in goo. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I bet you have, Ross. I bet you have. No, like cocooned, cocooned in goo. Like he wakes up cocooned in goo. If right. that happens in The Matrix, then that's as far as I've seen. If that doesn't happen in The Matrix, I'm sorry, I have no idea. That one might be the X-Files film. Oh, my God. I mean, it could be Cocoon. I haven't seen Cocoon. It's a good film. Is it? Add it to the list. We'll put cocoon Do you like this film? Let's can I ask that question. Can we uh, start there? Yeah, so this is why this one's interesting because I'm not a big fan of this film. Wow. Okay. I, I just yeah, but I've had a similar thing that I I remember watching this with a load of friends, sort of like, you know, in someone's house and not loving it. And oh. then watching it again and going, Oh man, I just I just don't 
just don't get it. And then the third time I watched it, it turned out the first two times I'd fallen asleep and hadn't right. seen the end. And okay. the end is really pretty important to this film. So if you've only seen the first 10 minutes, yeah, it's not really. But you've, you've shown a commitment to wanting to watch this then. You've bought it a few times. And I bought it again. So as I think I might have said on an earlier part, I, I went to the charity shop and bought like 40 DVDs for like three quid so that we could get through some of the films that you put on the list that probably we should watch. Today, this morning, I just was going to a local market just to pick up some bits and pieces. And there's a big charity shop on that strip. And I always pop in there to like buy books for the for the kid. And um, they had a bin, like of like a box of DVDs out, out the front. So I'm looking to try and get Die Hard because we don't have that yet. So yeah. I'm flicking through this bin of DVDs. And what I saw in there today is that there is definitely a second and a third Matrix because there was one called like Matrix Reloaded or something and one called Matrix Revolutions or some, some shit like that. And let me just tell you this, it doesn't bode well for those films because there was at least 12 copies yeah, but this of them in the box. Yeah, but but the other hand is like, so so obviously I, I buy a lot of records, right? I've got a, a fair amount of vinyl records and people think that like Beatbag and oh yeah, my dad gave me an old Beatles one. It's probably worth a lot of money. It's like, it's not because so many, they sold so many copies of those albums, millions and millions. They're everywhere. Reason that you keep seeing Matrix is because so many people have bought it and they're now getting rid of it because no one watches DVDs anymore. Why can't I find Die Hard? And Ellie says that she because thinks it's such because... a classic. No one wants to give it up. Exactly. That's what she says. Whereas, like, yeah. plus were... we're heading into Christmas. It's obviously it's a Christmas. Say so obviously you don't you've not seen it. We'll, we'll... I told you it was a Christmas movie. I wrote I've already written my description of it. You, you have, and you know it's a Christmas film. It's, yeah. It... So yes, this morning. So so I now know as of today, which is like what perfect timing. This is part of a a trilogy, maybe. Actually, the fourth one is just about to come out. Just has come out. Wow. Maybe. Okay. I don't know what. So I mean, so if they want, we want to do some sort of tie-in with them. I think we're we're probably open to that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so let's go into your into your description then. So in the first ten minutes, I can't quite remember the first ten minutes. So yeah, I've got to watch this again. Um, they've got no sense of gravity. So it's is it set in space? Is that I think it's set in a computer? Like this it's is set in a computer. Yeah. So basically, you know how you know how like you could imagine. I mean, it doesn't exist obviously because a computer is like the computer. But if you imagine like the internet or the cloud. Like, I have real issues with the cloud. When people are like, oh, it's in the cloud. It's like, what the fuck is the cloud? Like, I was having this conversation with someone recently. Like, to me, it's like a giant cloud, like a big, white, fluffy space. And there's lots of little shelves and you're just, like, putting stuff on them. Like, I'm not, I don't do well with, like, abstract concepts. So the inside of a okay. computer... I just got totally thrown by you thinking that the cloud has little shelves in them that you put stuff on. Because I, I don't know whether you're thinking literally or not. If you visualise, if you, okay, so for you, like you're quite a technical person, but I'm spending a lot of time at the moment, like in a technical world. And as a non-technical person, it is quite challenging. For me, it's like, it's so much easier to, to, to deal in like physical concepts. And I find it quite difficult. So if I, if someone asked me to think about the cloud, um, you know, or the internet, like I find that quite difficult because 
it's not a real thing. It's not a tangible thing, right? Like, do you turn on the internet still? No, I don't do turn. Have, I don't turn it on. You don't. No. So let me just quickly turn on the internet, and then I can. I don't, no, I don't ask say Jeeves. that. No, but do you I miss do. Still, no, I didn't really use Jeeves. I wasn't a big Jeeves user. No, I missed certain things. There was like Med or WebMD, which was like a a kind of very when the internet was dial up. It was like you could ask it your medical questions and it would give you the answers. And it was like yeah. quite, at the time it was quite, I don't know, it was that's, a bit like I mean, Encarta for like diagnostics. Jesus, Encarta. But that's the sort of thing you want to avoid using the internet for is looking up, does it? Because the answer is always cancer. Whatever but it wasn't. Put, this is the point. Back in the dial-up day, this whatever it was, it wasn't WebMD. That's not fair. But there was a service that you could use, and it was like you could put in your like symptoms. Like you had to like type it in. Like I. That still happens now. You just yeah, but, you just... but now it, you're right. Everything is cancer. It's like it, it's always cancer. But it didn't used to be cancer. They just be like, oh, it's very likely that you have tonsillitis. And you'd be like, oh, thanks. Dial-up, dial-up, dial-up internet and cancer. If you look at them, there's like a direct correlation. When the internet started, right, let's think of it like this, less idiots had had the time, the inclination or the ability to put content on it. And now any fucking idiot... Yes, that's us. We're those idiots. Right now we're putting this on the internet. We're loading it up to the cloud. We're those idiots. We're the internet idiots. we don't give you cancer. Like, there is a lot of... um, there's a lot of shit on the internet. And basically what I think is, for me, when I think about The Matrix, just bringing it back to the film here for a second, I reckon The Matrix is like the dark web. What do you know about the dark web? Fucking obsessed with the dark web, mate, I tell you. So I basically found out how to get on the dark web. And I was like, right, I'm really excited about this. I'm going to do it. And absolutely shit fit. She was like, you are not accessing the dark web. Okay, so- I know nothing about I, I I'm I not only do I know nothing about dark web, I'm gonna put that around to a lot of people listening to this are not gonna know about it. So I assume that it's just websites that are just a bit harder to find. No, it's like a second internet, basically. So essentially it's like you need separate browsers, like it's completely different. So it it if you want to do something that is illegal. I mean, I'd say illegal, I'm probably illicit, but definitely illegal. If you want to work out how to do things that you shouldn't be doing or you don't need to go on the dark web for a browse right it's i want to do it for a browse because i am genuinely interested just to see what kind of crap is on there but that's just because i'm a bit morbid and i think i quite enjoy like some of it there's a lot of stuff that i will not want to look at obviously but you shouldn't be on it it's not actually legal to access it like it's but, I mean, but you did go on it no, no, I haven't. I haven't gone on it because Ellie basically yeah. said she would divorce me if I went on the dark web. So I think one day there will come a time when I'm like in another country for a short period on a business trip with a laptop that's almost at the end of its life. And I'm in maybe a hotel or somewhere with really good Internet um, and I will just do it. And then I will just leave the laptop and, leave it there. and I would have checked Not into it, an assumed name and the whole thing will just be like, yeah, completely done. And what you- Okay, and that's what you think the Matrix is like. Yeah, so I think like, I feel like when I think about, like I've said, it's very difficult for me to conceptualise something that's not actually a real tangible thing, like the internet. I feel like the Matrix is also intangible because it's a Matrix. I mean, whatever. 
But that matrix and the gravity and all the rest of that flippy, weirdy, jumpy crap is probably quite dark. So I reckon they're like, I reckon it's inside a computer, but it's in like yeah. a dark place. So maybe the dark web. So your your friends who were trying to get you to watch this, mm-hmm. are they are they quite geeky? To be honest, the person who uh, I know loves this film really, really hard is my sister-in-law. Um, okay. And she is a computer savvy person. She's like a developer. So she does understand techie stuff. So maybe. Um, but she also loves like... Um, uh, oh Jesus! I love it too. Well, uh, Pitch Perfect, you know. So she she's a she's a varied individual. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, we don't want to cast aspersions on developers. Like, IT people can like various things. But when this came out, and it was very like it, it was the geeks that that carried it. Really? Oh, what, what what I'd like there to be a theme on this podcast is me making claims that I absolutely can't back up. Because I feel like you're a film guru on the basis that I am a film. Dickhead. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, I'm just someone who likes films, mm. and like, I'm not any sort of expert. And I say, I just think I can claim stuff and go, that sounds about right. I don't think enough people are going to argue with that. I think The Matrix is something for, for I'd say at the time, sort of like geeky teenagers, developers, people are like, yeah, man, it's the. This is where technology has taken us. And like the sort of woman who told me that she didn't want to have the COVID vaccination because she didn't want Bill Gates to put a chip into her forehead and eliminate cash. And I was like, why don't I want to have cash? Money will still exist. What's the harm in not? I haven't seen cash in years. I got chased by a homeless guy the other day because I didn't have any cash to give him. And I was like, but I don't have any. No one has cash. Yeah, but if he, the homeless guy had approached you with a car breeder, you'd be a bit suspicious, right? No, I just like, because like buskers and like the underground stuff have that now. Yeah, but buskers aren't homeless. Buskers can go home and charge stuff. Like homeless people don't have like access to charging devices. I mean, last night we went to a um, like an event and there was people collecting money. You know how they like walk around like lions or wherever they are. The lions like is in the the club that puts on an event. Right. And um, we were like four people. And I was like, what have we got? Like, cash wise, we had 42B. I mean, 42P between four of us, that's all we had. Like, it's like, that's kind of embarrassing. But I only take cash now when you kind of go, well, well, try and find cash because you just don't have any around. Like, if I'm going, basically, if there's somewhere where I'm going to need to buy food and cash, there's an ice cream van. Ice cream vans don't often take cards. Okay. I am, I am really genuinely excited about this. I feel like, Okay, I hope I can. I hope I can get through it in a way which allows me to comprehend it, because I want to love this movie. I have no idea why, but I just why? I want. What? That's the bit that confuses me because for some of the other films that we've talked about, which are all, I think, are probably like higher in the classic scale than this. You know, like Top Gun and The Terminator, etc. These are kind of like The Matrix is. You know, it's a. It's all right, but I'm I'm surprised that you're. I mean that you've bought various copies with the mm. like intention of. What else have you have you done that for? What else have you bought more than one copy of? Oh God, so many things over the years because it's like I'm very impulsive. So if I decide like, oh, I want to watch this tonight, and before streaming service existed, you know, you couldn't like. 
I, I, I'm not patient enough to say, oh, I'll get on it on eBay or I'll get it here. So I'd go into a physical like DVD seller, celery, whatever they're called. Celery. <laughs> yeah, like HMV or whatever. We've still got yeah, an HMV, yeah. which is really weird, I feel, because I thought they went bankrupt, but we still got one in Worthing, just so you know. Um, DVD celery, as I call them. DVD celery, yeah. Go in there yeah. and I'd just buy it and I'd, then I'd go and watch it. I was having the, when you said about the films that you've bought multiple copies of, I'm going to, this is the second time I get to reference Bossing Up, which is that film where we talked about the different types of film plots. Yes, yeah. And and I looked it up and there were seven. We'll come back to that some other time. Um, but yeah, and, and I was saying about how there's the whole thing about how they like work. They're down on their luck. They discover they're good at something. They work their way up. They face some sort of tragedy and then they fall out again. So, you know, like a karate kid, like a Top Gun, like a, I know, a Rocky, which I know you've not seen, but like a million films like that where they've got one of these plots. And there's this one called Bossin' Up, and it's that same kind of like traditional storyline starring Snoop Dogg, who works his way up the pimping world, and then he faces some adversity and he goes, your face. And he sort of falls back, he forgets who he is, and then he kind of recovers. He's a pimp. He's a pimp, yeah. I have not got a lot of sympathy for him if he forgets who he is, if he's a pimp. Maybe he should have gone out and opened a bakery. Well, well, he, but he, he's got all these go- – anyway, it's uh, – but I had multiple copies of that. I had one for keep and one for lending because I was like, you need to – it's not a good film. It's hilarious because it is so ridiculous. The first thing – it's a musical because obviously it's Snoop and he can do all this. And the very first thing that happens in the film, the opening scenes, is a song called Do You Have a Fresh Pair of Panties On? And again, it's at this moment I really hope my mum isn't listening. But yeah, it's it's such a bizarre, funny film. And I used to have multiple copies of that so I could lend it out. I did it this um, week. I lent it, I lent it to, a, to a mate, Zach, because I was like, you need to watch this film. I, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm horrified. I, I do like some shitty movies. Like I like, uh, for some reason, I went through a, a phase of liking like shark attack movies. <laughs> like It was quite a hard phase. And I was just like watching like various different like movies that have gone straight to TV. Yeah. Whereas like people keep disappearing and they're getting eaten by sharks, but no one knows. No one's piecing it together. And it was like the first hour of the film, like six people have gone missing. We haven't seen a shark. We've just seen kids get sucked under the water. And it was called something like Sharks Well or something. I just, yeah, went through a phase. I went through a phase where me and some friends would watch talking dog films. And again, like I've still got like a, the, the case of all of our DVDs. We took them all out of, you know, don't need the cases. I've got like a big, and then I went through it yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, there's um, Sherlock Bones. I'd forgotten about that. There was uh, Karate Dog. That was another one. I, Sherlock I, Bones I, is worth watching. That's right. Because the, the cover was a dog, and uh, but with a deer a hat and a pipe. And I was like, I'm buying this. That's, that's all I need. Sherlock Bones. Pun. Tick. Dog smoking a pipe. Tick. Bought it. I don't want to watch it. Well, well, I'm putting it on the list, Sherlock Bones. Might be hard to track down, but... Well, you can lend it to me. I'm sure you've got two copies. That's okay. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, we've not really talked a massive amount about The Matrix. What what else is there that you know about it? How do you think that... Like, what's the actual plot? You said that there's um, a whole sort of two pills thing and someone lives in the computer. No, what do you think it's actually about? Probably it's something to do with, like, 
the the matrix has gone bad, like, and they need somebody to come in and fix it. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a bug, and they're going to need to get some really super techie people, pull them into the matrix, and have them repair the the firewall from the inside. From the inside, yeah. Because the matrix is a tangible place. Like, you get you get pulled into the computer, like, like you know. Oh, as in you physically get pulled in. So is it like a human-sized computer that you can just walk into? No, no. Maybe that's what the pill's for. Like, the, remember I said, like... Just shrink him down. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like there was, in the bit I saw, there was, or maybe I've just seen, like, a an advert for it, if if I haven't Or maybe an advert for something else. There was a man and a woman. Um, right. I think they're, like, the recruiters. So, you know, like, they're the ones that are going out to get people to fix the matrix. So they've been granted, like, real-life pill. So they've been given the pill okay. to go into real life. And when they find the people that they think can fix the matrix, they give them the, the computer pill, and then those people get, like, sucked into the matrix. From the matrix, they can I'm not fix comfortable the- with the way you keep saying sucked into the matrix. You really put emphasis on the word sucked, and it's making because me uncomfortable. it's quite aggressive. It's like an aggressive thing. An aggressive suck. It's an aggressive suck. It's not like you're there and someone having a little like lollipop on you. It's like you're getting absolutely ripped out of your reality and shut into what you in your it's head just right now. My mom is listening to this and her aggressively You believe the internet is not a real place, right? You believe the internet is just it's just like a concept. It's like it's it's a server. But actually the matrix is a place and the inside of a computer is a physical dimension. Let's call it a dimension. That's easier to to, to, to put our heads around. So they are getting transported, if you don't want me to say sucked, into another another dimension. Okay. So that's what the pills do. Red pill makes you matrix dimension. Blue pill makes you real life dimension. So hold on. But if if you're in the real world and you get offered pill why can't you just not take a pill at all so i don't think was you get offered a pill i don't think you get offered it i think it's like you're going oh fucking hell i've got a really bad headache someone goes oh do you want a panadol love and you take it snap <laughs> matrix like they're gonna fuck with you they need you to fix their system they're gonna get you in there however they can they're not gonna wait around for you to be like volunteering they're just waiting around for someone to get a headache and this guy gets oh, migraine oh. to get lucky with him doesn't have to be a migraine, does it? You could be like, oh shit, I'm gonna, you know, I've got a really bad stomach. I need a, I need a emodium. It could be anything, whatever it yeah. is. They're gonna be like, here's a pill. Oh, this will do it. Don't. Oh, let me give you this pill. Here you are. You don't want to go into the matrix with a bad stomach, though. Like you wanna, like you wanna be in control before you go in there, right? You don't have some and a red pill. I don't know. My point is, they are there for the taking. They're not. They're not there to like negotiate. They're not. They're not. They're not asking you to come. They're not asking you to come to the Matrix. They're, they're kidnapping you. Essentially, yes. But the only way they can do that is to get you to swallow the pill. Or maybe right. they force you to swallow the pill. You know when you hold someone's nose and they put something in their mouth and then rub their throat and they swallow? Maybe no, they do that. No, I don't know that. Has that ever happened to you? No, but I, that would work. If you... If like you want somebody, I do it to my cats, for example. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't hold their nose, but when I need them to take medicine, I use a, I use a, like a medicine injector. It's like a long plastic thing. You put the pill in the end and you 
inject it into their throat and then you rub their throat like this and it makes them swallow. Right. And then, yeah. So because not many humans, animals have got a nose you can like grip. No, they haven't. But with humans, you'd have to. Barkley, you could because he's got a flat nose, so it'd, it'd be quite easy just put two fingers up it. Well, it's it's. I mean, you can. I put it in a bit of cheese. Can I not just do that with with someone as well? Like rather than giving them a pill, going, "Oh, you got bad stomach." Like here you go. Can I just put it in a biscuit? Yeah. I'm, yeah, of course. You can. I'll make, I'll make I'm, a cake. How. I'm not saying how they're doing it. Maybe they're baking it into cookies. What I'm telling you is, the point is, I'm trying to make here is they're not negotiating with you about it. They are going right, to get you into you. the matrix anyway. They've identified they can. you. Yeah, and that's what the okay. woman and the man are doing. They're like talent scouts for Matrix Repair. And they're headhunters. They're recruiters. Headhunters. There you go. Perfect. And they've not put an advert out. They're, no. they're, head, they're aggressively headhunting. So who, would gets... a, who would apply to an advert if it said, hello, we need to suck you into the Matrix so you can make some uh, repairs to this imaginary place that no one even knows exists? No one's going to apply to that ad. They're going to be like, fuck off. You'd be a little bit more... Mysterious person. Exactly. So you use your, but I don't think you'd apply to be sucked into a matrix. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't. If it just said, "Would you like to be sucked into the matrix?" Apply within, and there was, you know, a big computer with a sign on it, or if there was just someone handing out pills saying, "Would you like to be sucked into the matrix?" Take this pill. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't take it, would Probably. you? I mean, I rarely just take a pill from a stranger. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> we should move on from that. Um, yeah. How and how does how do you think the film ends? I think probably they fix. I mean, there's going to be a lot of that fucking oh adversity, oh peril, oh god, I've lost my blue pill, can't get out, I'm here forever, fall in love. But eventually, I think probably they find a new blue pill, they take it or red pill, whichever way it works, and they get back out, and they probably end up back in their bedroom, in their bed sit, in the middle of some That's shit. Still like I'm describing Wizard of Oz exactly oh my god this is exactly it this is what i imagine the matrix is it's the wizard of oz in the computer era without the cowardly lion and the tin man and the scarecrow and the witch oh no no there's probably a witch but not a witch it's probably like um uh a virus it's probably like a manifestation of a virus like yeah i mean basically it's the same story exactly that and you end up sitting your back in your house but i mean last shot very similar, actually, to the Terminator. Imagine it kind of pans out, and there's just this person sat at a desk in front of a computer going, fuck my life. Like, I had no idea that this... What? Am I, how am I going to move forward knowing that that... And then they shut their computer out, and that's the end of the film. <gasps> that sounds great. Okay, we should, we should, we should stop there, because you've, you've, you've nailed that ending as well. Uh, let's go and watch the film. Okay. Awesome. Oh, I'm excited. Speak to you later. All right, stay with us. Hello, how you doing? I'm all right. You? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, thank you. You, you sound energised. Yeah, feeling quite energised, actually. Yeah. I am. That, I'm excited that... to talk to you about this movie. Go on then. Why are you excited? You enjoyed it? I did enjoy it, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I did. But I think I said, before we watched it, I think I told you I really wanted to like it, and you were like, why do you want to like it? <laughs> and I didn't, have I, sound, yeah. I didn't have a good answer, but I just had this feeling that, like, 
I don't know, wanted to like it. I think probably because I've tried to watch it so many times and failed. But um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. It fucked with my head, don't get me wrong. Like, exactly as I said, it was not an easy watch, but I I did enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so, so first instinct, what did you like about it? Um, I liked how close I was to... <laughs> to describing the film that made me quite happy um i like that it felt kind of dated like in a weird way i really felt like oh god this hasn't aged probably as well as they would have hoped it had i I got a very strong sense that it was like of the 90s and i think we established it was like 99 so it's not like really of the 90s but it feels like it's 20 years old to me like I, I don't really get that don't really get that vibe from it to be honest like what what did because it's not set in like in its time if that makes sense it's like an it's not like when i go right we're going to go into the future and everyone's wearing you know white suits like when i watched quantum leap the other day like which actually was 1999 as well that was set um but that's often the thing. It didn't feel like that here, that it wasn't like, this is what the future is going to be like, or even their present, their 1999. They weren't really like. It felt a bit like it. Like his whole yeah. flat, his whole, I think so, like the whole club scene and the whole bit in the office. Like for me, I felt like, yeah, it's dated. It's like, did you ever watch like X Files or, um, you know, some of those episodes of the X Files where they go into American offices? Like, again, it's quite dated. It's like, they're not like that anymore. They don't have those little cubicles and it's all not, I don't know. There were just bits about it that made me think, Oh, this, this, this oh. are you doing that thing of going, yeah, but it was science fiction and then it was like this crazy story. But the thing that made it unrealistic is they, you know, he wouldn't have worn that tie with that shirt. No, not at all. I didn't find the whole you, thing. You aren't complaining about the office layout. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying that the office layout was one of the contributing factors that made me think it was dated as a movie and and the clothes like seriously I in my head I always got the impression that they were gonna be like cutting edge fashionistas like I really felt like they were gonna have like the best capes and the best coats hold on they would have the best capes yeah, you know, like not necessarily capes, but you know, when like a coat is really floaty. I think I'd seen like obviously you can't have lived in this world and not seen an image of the Matrix. So, like an image of a person from the film The Matrix. Um, so I've seen like that they had these coats, I guess, and so I was expecting them to be quite spectacular, and I was quite underwhelmed. I was like, oh, this is a coat, really, isn't it? So, I mean, it's the, what they call dust jackets, like the very long leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the idea of a of a cape, though. This is one of the things. I this might sound weird, but I often think about how women have a lot more choices around clothes than men. Oh my god, no! That's completely legit. I went. It's very unfair. Yeah, and I, I went, love it. Like, women could absolutely pull off a cape. Men, like, who's going to wear a cape? No Fielding, maybe I Russell Brown. Just so you really? know, I, I actually have two. My. Do you know what? I went shopping once with my friend Paul Debman. We'd been out on a really heavy night out. I full name him. He doesn't mind. <laughs> went out on a really heavy night out. We'd been like out, out. And then we went for breakfast the next morning. Like I don't really have much sleep. 
And we had this breakfast and I was not feeling great, to be honest. And he was like, oh, I just need to get some cloves. And I was like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. We've got to go around Brighton now looking for cloves. Anyway, we started going shopping for him. And I became aware, like, in my very, like, hungover state, mate, you've got no choice, have you? You can buy a T-shirt. Yeah. You can yeah. buy a shirt. You yeah. can buy a pair of shorts or trousers. And I was like, how do you live like this? We can buy, like, dresses, skirts, shoes. I mean, I wear the same clothes every day of my life, so it doesn't bother me. But you're very limited. So, yeah. yeah. There was a, a woman in the office the other day, and she had – What's that thing called? You know, like uh, it, it, like a mech. <laughs> probably not in real life, but in films, like Mexicans wear those sort of ponchos. Kind ponchos, of like... right? Yeah. yeah. This woman, this woman had a poncho, and and I was like, man, that just looks. It looks cozy. It looks nice and warm. But at the same time, you're not going to get too hot no. because you know you can get you get the air in. I the other thing I will say from the top is. I wasn't a big fan of her. Her character or her as a... Just her. I mean, her character, her whole... Her her being. Didn't like her. Didn't like her at all. Felt she was quite annoying. Um, Didn't really like him that much either. Found him quite whiny. Right. So you didn't like two of the main characters? Uh, Just to um, add to that, didn't like the other guy either. So the one thing I will say is, I I didn't really gel with any of the characters in a way that perhaps, you know, when we talked about some of the other films that we've watched, I actually kind of sympathise with them. I liked them. I found them quite, you know, amenable. Didn't really like any of these characters. Thought they all had quite a lot of issues. I mean, okay. I don't really know how to unpack that. So you liked the film, but you didn't like anyone in it. I think the film could have been better if they had different characters, if I'm honest. <laughs> Not different actors, different characters. Yeah, different characters, okay, yeah. Okay, well, let, hold on. Let, let's, let's go for this now. How would you have improved the film? This is, this is really what we need to know. Um, okay, I probably would have made... Okay, I would have got rid of the whole love interest thing, so I think that actually complicated stuff unnecessarily. Mm. I would have made... Right the main character, the man main character, younger, possibly um, barely out of school. I mean, just oh, out of school, true. legal, but not, you know. Okay, so yeah. you want uh, a younger Keanu character. Yeah. I want much more self-assured um, Morpheus character. Because I know that he's supposed to be this kind of like big old, like, guru daddy. Of, 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 I just do not think that he's got the self-confidence to put it off, to be honest. Um, so I, I feel. Like... I don't know. I thought he had a, he had plenty of confidence. That wasn't an issue. If anything, a bit too much. I think probably that's masquerading. Like I don't think he feels it inside. You know, I feel like you saw beyond it. You saw beyond the facade, and you were like, "Come on, what's really yeah. going on with you?" Exactly. I really felt like he's projecting this very kind of like you know very masculine um idea of what it is to be like in charge of whatever the fucking shit they're in charge of but i don't know that he believed it and and trinity i mean she is just whoa everything about her is persona right there's nothing real about that woman she has nothing about her at all so if you're gonna have a lead character like one of the lead characters like that make her actually have something about her she was fucking like she was like a bad soup (laughs) that's how i describe her a bad like a bad soup yeah, like, there's nothing worse than that. 
it, like a super, you know, it smells good. You're really looking forward to it. You've got a nice piece of crusty bread. So you take a spoonful of it and it's just bland and it's just like, blech. she, that was what she was to me. Bad soup. I'm so confused why she was like a bad soup. Okay. So how would, how would you have improved her as a character then? So she's a bad soup. How'd you turn her into maybe a good meal? I think I would have made her a lot more, um, a lot more self-assured, a lot more, actually a lot more violent. I think probably she needed to exhibit some real proper violent tendencies from the start. Maybe killing innocent bystanders just for the hell of it. I really wanted her to be quite domineering. And I just felt she was, she's the sort of person who probably wear a cardigan, but just like, no, I mean, I've got nothing against Cardigan. I own a lot of Cardigans, but I see her as a nothing real... against Cardigans. I like how you happily say, I wish she'd killed more innocent bystanders, but you felt the need to defend Cardigans. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't want people to think I'm a Cardigan hater. I know, because I, I do love a Cardigan, and I don't want that to be like, you know, I'm saying, oh, she... I just see her as a very twin settee. Like, she just didn't have the... She had nothing about her. Honestly, she was weak. <laughs> and then also she let herself be defined by the whole relationship that she ended up having with Neo, if you can call it a relationship. I would not. Um, what did you I say? Mean, what? The joy of, but no, no, the joy, I was just thinking the joy of doing this is I never know what you're going to focus on in a film. And I wasn't expecting you to focus on so much her as a character when she's kind of a secondary character that you would be so angry by her and that yeah. you felt yeah. that Morpheus who's like this super like strutting confident man and you were like yes but there's clearly some insecurities behind and I want to get to the heart of that I think what, it comes what, back to you know we talked a little tiny bit at the end of the episode about how the Matrix has kind of got a Wizard of Oz vibe right which is like you know Wizard of Oz fucking house goes through a tornado lands in this crazy ass place and woman dorothy gale child whichever way you want to look at it she had to get home and she spends the whole fucking film trying to ask everyone how do i do this how do i do this and actually she had the shoes on her feet the whole time right i feel like the matrix has that theme right from the beginning neo is the one that they need to to know to fix everything that's fucked and yeah throughout the film he doesn't really know that fair enough he doesn't know fuck all about anything morpheus doesn't know it although he thinks it but he's trying to validate it with the crazy chrome woman trinity doesn't know fuck all about anything she's literally just along for the ride like there isn't a lot of like real no one's got any conviction they're trying to like fix this massive problem they're floating about nearly hanging on by the last thread but it's not I don't know, it just didn't feel very... I think they could be more dynamic. I, I really think that they could have been a more dynamic group of people. It's weird, because like Mor Morpheus, is, I just see him as like all confidence and like... But I think that's what's, that's the problem, right? If you're so fucking confident in your decisions, do you need to go and visit an old lady to have them like validated? <laughs> Just fucking own it. Be like, mate, I know you're the one. Do you know how I know? Because I fucking know my shit. You're the one. Get on and do it. And don't lead him on some song and dance about it all. But, of course, you needed that because it had to follow the tried and tested, tried and tested, you know, pathways of 
adversity and overcoming adversity and well, challenges oh. and then that pointless romance. I mean, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, if the I enjoyed that. Um, I didn't like the old woman, the Oracle. Me either. I, I, didn't like, I didn't like her arrogance. No, no. And no. I don't like it when people are always uh, like, I know more than you. And she basically, like from the start, she, she didn't even look at him. Thought she was quite rude, and then she was like, "I knew you were going to drop that bottle and or vase or whatever it was." And I was like, oh, "Don't give me that." I knew that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like her. I mean, that there we are. You see, didn't really like much of it. What I did like was, um, well, two things. I actually really liked the guy who fucked them all over because he had nous. He had enough, right? He was like basically pretty much what I said to you again about like no one you. Yeah, you got the option of taking the pills, blah blah blah. So it wasn't quite like they were just like roofing you. But at the same time, you didn't know what that fucking meant. It's not like they gave you a book and said, "Look, have a couple of weeks, take some time off, have a read through of what we know so far, and then when you've had a good think about it, let us know. And if you want in, we'll let you in." There was no get out of jail free card, and this fucker has been there hiding from these wherever they are viruses. Let's call them. He wants. He's having a shit ride of it, and he's like, "You know what? Fuck you all. I've had enough of this crap." I, I, I've apps. I'm. I liked him because at least he had a bit of spunk about him. You know, <laughs> I yeah, you liked his spunk. Yeah, I liked his spunk. I liked it a lot. I wasn't happy with what he did <laughs> because I just feel like you don't. You know, you don't stab your friends in the back. But at the same time, I liked his attitude. The second thing I liked was yeah. déjà vu cat. Oh my fucking. <laughs> The Deja Vu cat for me is the highlight of the film because <laughs> because, no. because that is absolutely something that I could apply to life, right? Have you seen a movie um, called The Truman Show? I have. Right. So have I. So <laughs> that Next movie subject. ruined my fucking life for about three years, I think. Not ruined my life, but... For three years, I seriously started wondering if, like, my life was in any way like the Truman Show. And then I realised that that's the most arrogant thought that you could ever have. <laughs> yourself at the centre of the universe, and I got over it. But it wasn't three years, but it did It did last a while. That that film, for that reason, was like... And I've spoken to people, and other people have said exactly the same thing to me. Oh, my God, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing, right? That bit of The Matrix, where he was like oh, that cat, oh, weird, that cat, I was like, fuck me, this could be applied to real life. The deja vu could be like a glitch in the Matrix. And it's the only thing that made me question throughout the whole film whether or not I thought that it was the whole scenario was possible was the deja vu thing. Because I'm yet to find a really, really, really good um, justification for deja vu, and I get it all the time. So I was like, fuck me, maybe we are all living in the Matrix. And that, so that really that affected me in a positive way. I loved it. It's great. Okay, so uh, I've been keeping a list of the things that you liked and disliked. So good, deja vu cat and spunk, and bad, um, the love interest, uh, Keanu Reeves is too old, Morpheus is not confident enough, and Trinity is like a bad soup yeah so it's weird that you say that you really liked the film when what you liked about it was that man spunk and a cat to be the only thing you said that you like yeah and and actually i might i might actually go one more and say 
there's some other things I didn't like, actually. So maybe when I say I like it, I do you know what I think. I think The Matrix has potential to be a really good movie. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I think the idea is there, but perhaps it wasn't yeah. formed. Um, and if I was writing it, I would have written it quite differently and I probably would have had a different outcome. But it does make me wonder if perhaps we should watch... There's a second Matrix film. Are you aware of this? Yeah. I'm aware. Um, uh, there's actually a third, and I heard recently there is a fourth, and the fourth one apparently has been a bit of a flop in the box office. When you say that you heard recently, that was on part one of this episode when I said this. <laughs> okay. Somebody mentioned to me, though, literally the other day, I was on a call and someone said to me, Oh my God, have you seen the. No, they said, Have you seen the talk about films? They said, Oh, have you seen The Matrix? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have. I'm, I'm like, fuck me, it's incredible, right? I mean, Deja Vu Cat. And they were like, oh, no, sorry. Have you seen the new Matrix? And I was like, oh, no, no. Obviously, your assumption was they meant a film that came out 23 years ago. Well, I was really happy because normally when conversations start, it starts with, have you seen? And I just think, oh, what's the fucking point? Or they go, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, when someone said, have you seen The Matrix? I was like, yes, I fucking have. And I now want to talk to you about it for at least an hour. <laughs> and everyone else is like, we finished talking about this about 20 years ago. Yeah, pretty much. So now, does that mean that we've got to watch the other three films as well? I mean, I don't know if I bother with all three. Um, I mean, it would be interesting to know because, like, for me, there's there has to be a very clear development now of the story. Like, they've established that he has the ability to, like, kick these fucking, you know, enemies' asses. That's great. But obviously they've got to sort of try, I guess, and, and, and get civilization out of this fucking mess that we're in where we're just stuck in this, like, holding pattern. And I... I'm not entirely sure how successful that's going to be because you've got, you got to wake up all these fucking people and you've got to get them on side. And most people are going to tell you to do one. So <laughs> essentially they're going to be ending a lot of people's very happy existences. And I feel like that's yeah. not going to make a great film. <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing. With, and they're just like, oh, all these people, they're just living these lives. And it's like, yeah, but a lot, a lot of people are very happy. They're really having a lovely time. But is that an argument you can use? Because I was, I, I, I was going to make the same argument on this very podcast, and then I was thinking, isn't that sort of like saying communism's okay? Like, no, you, if, you don't know if it's bad, right, when you're in it. Like, if if you're living your day-to-day life and it's like, if it was you, right, and I told you now, mate, you are living in a fucking coma, I can unplug you and you can be in hell where people are going to chase you and everything. What would you choose? Exactly. This is the thing. They're like, right, you're living in this thing, but this isn't real. All this stuff around you, it's not real. If you like, I can wake you up and show you the truth, and it's fucking horrible. You'd be like, I'll probably probably stay where I am, actually, mate. Um, This is all right. I can have have some good soup. I don't have any issues. (laughs) I have a nice cardigan. Like, why would I want to be on a fucking spaceship where I I can can turn the power? I can buy a cape. No one's going to judge me for it. Exactly. I'm not like hiding out in the in the you know recesses of the darkness of the fucking matrix, hoping not All to get eaten by a Yeah. They were like, I'm going to show you, you know, take you to reality where you can never buy any nice jumpers. It's messed up, isn't it? Should say that this episode is uh, sponsored by Cardigans and Capes dot com. 
Yeah, ten percent with the uh, special code <laughs> you... Matrix. I feel. <laughs> I think my film would have been better if I'm honest. What would What would that be more like then? Would have been more like you know the Matrix is broken. Do you know, like we need to fix it. And so it my my idea of this was more like you get pulled into the Matrix and there's a problem and he was going to be the hero and he was going to fix it. It's kind of similar to the film, right? But at the same time, this is not really a thing that needs fixing, like the Matrix or a place or whatever. This is like the whole of fucking reality because actually yeah. humankind is trapped in a in a coma. You get to the end of this film. How did it finish? Just sort of like he killed he the goes apocalyptic, doesn't he? He suddenly comes into his power and just they're in an apartment complex and he just starts smashing people and tearing them in half and like glowing like some sort of fucking like pre loved candle. It was a quite intense ending, I felt, to the film. Um So then what what do you think is gonna be in two and three? How or and four? Two, I reckon, has to be about them realising that they need to now go and wake all these fuckers up. But they're still evil out there, so they're going to have to overcome that. And probably what they're going to try and do is what most people do. They say, right, this is we've done this on a small scale. How do we take this solution and, and whack it out across the whole matrix? So they're going to have to extrapolate the formula for killing all the baddies at the same time work out how they wake up the most amount of people. Probably the adversity is people are going to be like, you said, fuck off. I'm quite happy living in my little reality. Thanks very much. Three, I reckon. So two ends with them, like, having done a bit of work, but nothing much happening. So hold on. What what actually happens in two is they have to wake up all of the other people, everyone yeah. else in the yeah. world, they, they have, have to wake to up. Eliminate the threat, and then they have to start trying to wake up civilization. I don't think they do a lot of waking up. I think it's mostly focused on the eliminating the threat, because there's still the threat, okay. right? Three, I think, is going to be really fucked up because I think they're going to get stuck in the um, fake reality. Okay. I don't think they're going to be able to get back to the Matrix. So I think they're going to be stuck in fake reality and they're going to be trying to do stuff within fake reality and, you know, maybe they find some ways to do some things and it's a bit messed up and they start an underground club or something. I don't know. There'll be something like that. Sorry, they start an underground club? Like, as in... Organisation, not like a... Drum and bass. Oh, I think you meant like a nightclub, and I was like, "That's really like a, a weird offshoot of this." They were like, "Okay, we need to save um, civilization, but also I saw this great DJ the other day, yeah. and we should really book him." Like they try and organize, they try and raise awareness from inside of you know fake reality. I mean, I, I don't know how that would work, but yeah, leaflets. Or I think four is they've found the way to get out. It's like a massive time lag between them being stuck in fake reality and then getting out and they're back out and they're like, right, now we're out, we're in the Matrix, we've eliminated the threat, now we need to wake the people up. And I think all of that could have been done in one film, if I'm honest. I think they could have had a lot of <laughs> they could have had one film and they could have made that much more compelling. Much stronger characters, less crone visits, more you know, empowerment. Sorted. So, again, just, just to recap, um, we, you really enjoyed the film, but what you would have done is cut out about three quarters of it and changed the characters that were in it, and then that would be even better than the good film that you... Yeah, and to be fair, I say I really enjoyed the film. I mean, I don't say I really enjoyed it. I'm not in a hurry. I mean, I watched it twice. Um, 
for the very express purpose. The first time I wasn't really sure I understood what was happening. <laughs> so in the interest of really being able to comment on it, I watched it a second time. I don't think I'll be watching it a third time. And maybe Deja Vu Cat, I might watch that bit again. But I Just, just for the Deja Vu Cat. Just that little little snippet bit, you know, Deja Vu Cat. It's great. <laughs> so, I mean, out of ten, yeah. I'd give it a five. Wow, that... That's really low for a film that you said you enjoyed. No, no, that's not low at all. I mean, most films I would give a... a, Most films, I'm I'm kind of like, I'd say two. Yeah, I mean, that's not not the most, you know, not not the biggest... Oh, it's not the best uh, film. I mean, it's no cry, kid. It's no cry, kid. And I... What is? Oh, well, we'll we'll see, won't we? Um, But it definitely beats Top Gun. So, you know, that's where I am in my film spectrum at the moment. You've got Top Gun at the bottom. um, Should just be gotten rid of, to be perfectly honest. Then, you know, The Matrix. And then, I mean, oh, no, no, sorry. Then The Terminator. And then I'd say The Matrix. And then I'd say um, Karate Kid. Okay. And obviously this film is all about the Matrix, so it's an appropriate name. But would you would you rename the Matrix? If you based on your views on it, what would you call the Matrix if you had to title it? Um Yeah, I probably would rename it because I don't actually think the Matrix is a very good name for this film. I don't actually think the Matrix is really very well explained at all. Um I'd probably call it like Maybe I'd call it like fever dream. Because okay. essentially it's not a dream though, is it? Well it kind of is, isn't it? If you think if you think about the film in actual in essence, what 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 we're saying is there are this band of vigilantes, let's call them that, let's give call them what they are, who are trying to um actually change the status quo. The status quo is everyone's in a fucking coma. Yeah. So the majority of people are living a fever dream. I mean, they are going about their day-to-day. They're like, you know, whoop-dee-woo. They are not aware of The Matrix. So calling the film The Matrix is a bit kind of out there. Because they, they don't know they're in a fever dream either. No, they don't, but they are in a fever dream, right? They're not in a Matrix. But they are in The Matrix. Are they? Or is The Matrix where they are when they're out of the fever dream? I don't even know how much it matters. I feel like, like I get it enough to kind of go. Um, no, not for me, Clive. I didn't hate it. Like I did not mind giving up the time to watch it. It didn't feel at the end of it like "fuck me, you've just taken from me," which is how I felt when we watched Top Gun. Um, <laughs> I wasn't actually that angry. So all in all, that is the result. I'd say. Yeah, not that angry. I mean, that's one for the poster. Hmm. <laughs> Well, in that case, I think that's uh, that's Matrix ticked off. Then it's um, it's another one on your on your watch list. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. Thank you so much for introducing this uh, to me. And you know what? If it comes up in conversation again, like, have you ever seen the Matrix? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I have. Fucking deja vu, cat. So all I say is, remember, Leah. All I'm offering you is the truth, nothing more. I mean, that nice. kind of felt because the other one I had was what was said was for you and you alone, and I thought for a podcast that's probably not great because <laughs> no problem. Like it to not. be more than just the one person <laughs> listening. Very good. Cool. All right. Well, in that case, yeah. All right. Ready Thank for the so next much. one. Bye. Bye. Bye.